Hey guys, welcome back to yet another episode of Confessions of a Christian Chick. I am so happy to be here today and I have an exciting guest. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about the guest I have today. I'll let her introduce herself. Go ahead and introduce yourself, guest. Good evening. My name is Bola Adigun, and I'm happy to be on this show with Amanda. Um, and uh, this is my mother, guys. <laughs> Were you not going to say that? That I'm Amanda's mom? Yes, I was just about to say that. You beat me to it. Okay. So, yeah, guys, my mom is on this episode. And I know I've mentioned my mom a couple times, like, on some of the episodes. And when I thought to do this episode, I was like, who should I bring on this show? And, of course, like, my mother came to my mind. And um, today we are talking about something that, you know, I've struggled with it, even though I'm in my 20s, and I know that some other people are struggling with it. And that's just like living with, not to say regrets, but just making decisions in your past that have affected you today. And um, just how to overcome that and how to still live your best life, even though you may have done some things or you may have been to some places or said some things that you look back and you just wish you'd never said. So that's what we're doing today. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Are you nervous? No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you got a big smile on your face. Yeah, so we'll get started. So one of the first questions I want to just start off with is, you know, everything that you've gone through in life has made you the woman that you are today. Your mother, your grandmother, and, you know, you've had experiences before I was even born, you know? Um, so now knowing what you know now, if you could just look back, not to say that you would change anything, because I don't really think that we should live our life with regrets, with regrets. I think that we've gone through things to shape us to who we are today. Mm -hmm. And I also think, you know, everything can be a learning experience if you look at it that way. So knowing everything that you know now, but if you could just go back and write yourself a letter to your 21 year old self, like what, what advice would you give that 21 year old you? Talking about... I'm advising a 21-year-old. 21-year-old you. Okay, my 21-year-old oh, me. Yeah. Okay, I know when I was 21 years old, I made some choices. And I will say that pretty much most of the choices I made, most of them were not so good because, you know, growing up, we had parents doing just about everything for us. They pay for school and all that. So... I was just like so playful and thank God that um, God has been so good. I didn't make such a bad choice that that has affected my life so far. But to advise my 21-year-old self, I would want to do things differently. Things to do with my career or school growing up and going to school i will probably i'll do things differently because i had a chance that i could have gone to like study as much as i could we want to to the level of being a professor but mm. i chose not to mm. because i i didn't see the importance not that i didn't see the importance of being in school or being you know like graduating and all that but that was one of the things that I I regretted that I could have done otherwise. Even things like career, like even getting a job and all that. 
because I started working, I think, when I was in my, when I was 25. Mm. Wow, 25. Meanwhile, we've been working since. (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, like I said, I wasn't so serious about school at that time. So by the time I finished, I actually graduated at that time as um, in my associates Mm -hmm. and I started working. It wasn't too much emphasis on the degree because at that time you could get a good position and the job industry and not with not know, having a degree yeah, like not that. having a degree at that time so, so i i started working at 25 and which is like you just said is different from you yeah, people yeah because you guys is like you're so structured you finish college by 21 22 then you get into the job market and yeah. all that so it's kind of well structured i didn't have that yeah but Pretty much, it was it was a good life, but I I have my regrets about I could have done things um, differently. So basically, like your two main things is that you would take your schooling serious, um, and then you would also take your career serious. And I know that it's a different time. Wait, now you kind of like have to go to school because they don't care unless you're going to start your own business. And then back then, like you said, it's much easier to get a a good paying job Mm -hmm. as it is now. Mm -hmm. And I do know that there are a lot of people that still, you know, they're like, college is not for me. um, School is not for me. And I think that's fine. But what I do know is some of the things that people are doing now, um, you're not going to really be able to do when you're, you know, 50 or 60. So it may be good to have that degree to fall back on because, you know, like a lot of people have created, careers from like Instagram and things like that. But some of those things are not going to be around forever. So that's why I'm not opposed to schooling. I'm not opposed to furthering your education. Because like you said, you never know when you're going to be able to fall back on that. So I do understand what you're saying. So after 21, you got you got your job, you did all that you did. So what about your 30 year old self? That's about nine years in between. And I'm getting closer to 30 now. <laughs> I still got like three years, <laughs> but I do, I don't look at myself as like, oh, a 25 year old. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at myself as like a, a more of a woman now. Yes. So now as I'm getting older, I'm like, oh my goodness, like, are there things that I still need to like hurry up and do in my 20s? Or I just feel a different pressure. I feel like, I don't know. So what would you tell like a 30 year old? Um, because you, you know, like I can say you're in your fifties. Yes, I am. So, so what would you tell a 30 year old? Because some of us are, I, I don't know. It's different, especially between men and women. I'm not going to make this like a sexist episode, but, um, I just feel like women have more pressure. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, Oh, if you're, if you're still, if you're in your late twenties, you know, if you're not married or if you're not this, you're not that people are looking at you like what's going on. So do you think that those are pressures that people should succumb to or, you know, for a 30 year old woman, what should she, what advice would you give her? Okay. For a 30 year old woman, I, I seriously think that marriage shouldn't define everybody mm-hmm. in as much as it's good to be married. Yeah. But I, I could remember my mom when I was, I got married to your dad when I was 28. Mm-hmm. And before then, I know my mom was very anxious about me settling down. I remember then I used to work in Lagos. And when I go home in Ibadan, 
by the time I go for the weekend and it's Sunday, I'm getting ready to go back to Lagos. She'll be like following me around the house and I'll be like, mom, what? Yeah. He'll be like, oh, it's this issue about settling down. <laughs> and I know, I remember I used to say, mom, am I going to force a man to marry me? Yeah. You know, so I know for them, I think most of the time it has to do with what the Joneses are doing. Exactly. So they think at that age, you should be settling down. And I learned from that, that you shouldn't pressure mm -hmm. people to marry because I think maybe 90% girls want to settle down, if not all, mm -hmm. like at least 90% wants to settle down, but you don't want to settle because there's pressure. You, yeah. you still, at least you want a good home with a good man. Yeah. So I would advise like in as much as you go out, you try and meet people. <laughs> you know. Okay, if you if you listen, this is reference to like maybe one of the second episodes I did where I was like my mom would say a husband is not gonna come meet me in the house. I have to go out and meet people. But okay. Yeah. I, I know I'm guilty of that. So like I really don't like going out, but I, like I said to her, you're not gonna stay home, and yeah. it's just gonna happen. At least go to go out as much as you can. Go to nice places where you could meet decent people. Man, yeah, and and pray about it. And and I know some people will be like, when a girl is not getting married at that age, they'll be like, maybe the girl is too choosy. Mm. But there's nothing wrong in because everybody has an idea of the kind of person they want exactly. to spend their lifetime with. So it's best to get it right yeah. as opposed to go because pressure, then go out again. Exactly. So I would advise that um, you should take time, not so long, but at least take time to meet the right person and manage the relationship. And there's so many things that are different from now to, from now to when we were growing up, yeah. you know, like, I don't know, <laughs> your people are different. Let yeah. me put it I that mean, way. I feel like we have a harder just because it seems like a lot of people don't take marriage as what it used to be, at least back then. Um, your generation seems to at least value marriage more. Like it was something that was on their list. Some people you meet now and they don't even have any thought of marriage. Mm -hmm. But like as I'm getting closer to like being 30 and not being married, um, I know I just turned 27. So people are probably like, oh, girl, you still have time. But like time is flying. Time like look how yeah. much time flies, right? Yeah. But like one thing I've just learned for myself is like just knowing myself. Because um, I can't imagine, you know, getting married before like who i am now i would it would have been really bad for my husband especially like i just wasn't the woman that i should have been mm -hmm. so i would think like you want to know who you are you want to know what you want out of life before you settle down with someone because how can you look at you know 10 years 20 years from now you guys are going to just be going on to different paths mm -hmm. and if you are if you succumb to societal pressure like, you're the only one that's going to have to live in that marriage, so not true. the society, not the people that are telling you, oh, why aren't you married? Why aren't you married? Mm -hmm. They're they're not going to be there. So don't make hasty decisions based on what people are saying. Um, just trust God. Like, mm -hmm. if you, you know, it's hard sometimes because you're like, you know, God, when, when, when? When is it going to happen? Yeah. But if you truly say that you trust God, you will know that his timing is perfect and he's going to do it when it should be done yes right? yes so with that being said i know that um 
I don't think anyone lives a perfect life. I think everyone has things that they maybe hope for and they didn't get or things that maybe they got that they didn't hope for. So how do you, how would you say or how would you advise people to deal with disappointments in life or disappointments from other people and things like that? Disappointment, like for everybody, it's a painful experience depending on even who disappointed you, maybe a boyfriend or a girlfriend. You know, disappointment comes in different ways. And at the end of the day, even it says in the Bible that you shouldn't trust no one, mm -hmm. you know. So I think we put so much trust on people and people are bound to be to behave not not exactly the way we expect them. Maybe yeah. our expectations should not be too much, you know. And in one situation with my mom and Maybe she got disappointed in the situation and I was like, mom, don't expect too much from people. Mm -hmm. So that has been my own guide. Like, I don't expect anything. And if they do do things for me, I appreciate it more. Yeah. But I don't, it's like not setting yourself up for disappointment. But if you're in a relationship, you know, you're not going to be second guessing the person all the time. Yeah. So you still have to be able to trust people. Yeah. Know? I mean, because you just give people the benefit of the doubt, the doubt that yeah. they will do the right thing or like mm -hmm. they will, especially because I'm the kind of person, like if I say like just something simple, like, oh, I'm going to give you, you know, this $5 on Tuesday, mm -hmm. you know, for me, I'm like, I'm going through everything to get whatever that $5 to you. Just like me. Yeah. So for me, it's hard when people um, fall short. And then I understand that we're all human. But a lot of the things that upset me is like, okay, now it's Monday night. You know that you don't have the $5. So just tell me. You know, it's one thing to be like, oh, I know I said I would get you this $5 on Tuesday. But I'm so sorry. It doesn't look like I'm going to get it. But people just... Non yeah, like they just blow you off. So sometimes it does get hard to not feel disappointed. And that's just disappointment with human beings. Talk less of sometimes we get disappointed from things that we're expecting from God. Mm. So it's a huge struggle where it's like, you know, God, like I've been praying for this. I've been fasting for this. Like, why didn't this happen? Or like, why isn't it happening? So... I don't know, like, would you say, I mean, because you can't say to lower your expectation from God, right? Mm -mm. So how, how would you deal with that kind of disappointment then? Well, for for the situation about God, God does not disappoint. Right. You know, like God may, there's some things that may be delayed mm -hmm. and we see it as disappointment because some, like, people will say now, we are in this microwave world now mm -hmm. when we want something, we want it like, right, like right. I said yesterday, not yeah. even today. So when things that we pray for and we're trusting God for, doesn't happen like right away or like when we are expecting it to happen that doesn't mean god has disappointed us mm -hmm. he is god god created everything in the sometimes i just look at everything just looking at the sky like it stretches all over the world yeah. you know so if god can create that you know god's got a, he knows what is best for us there are mm -hmm. some things we have to go through to shape on us to and for us to even rely more on God um, and I I know that God will never disappoint us. It may be a delay because is because some some of the things if He gives us now 
we can make a mess of it. Yeah. Like if you're praying for God, give me money. I need money. You know, if he gives some people money now, they will squander it like that. Yeah. You know, so God knows what he's doing because he created us. He knows everything that we need and as such when we need it. Mm. And like, even for me as an adult, I always just say it now, like God is never late. Yeah. There's some things that I, I have trusted him for and it might be like ah oh, this this has been my prayer point for so many years mm -hmm. but when i begin to see some of it come to pass i'm like god so you kept it until this time Just because of this it, you know yeah. so we shouldn't see things that are being delayed as disappointment mm. if, for humans we can disappoint ourselves you know people break promises i'm gonna be with you for the rest people when mm. when you exchange marriage was supposed to be for life yeah. but we see divorces every time yeah. you know and it's not a good feeling to go through that you know yeah. so people as human beings you know you we can't take everything personal like mm. even if somebody disappoints us you know you just see that okay this is our father's person is gonna go yeah. with you and they're you human know? being first yeah so we can't really take it like too personal so with disappointment, God is good. He's got us. Okay. So that's so so God cannot disappoint. So that's one thing to just keep on. Like human beings can disappoint you, mm -hmm. but like God doesn't. And like you're right. If I look back or you know, I'm sure if any one of us listening looks back on the things that we thought, you know, wasn't happening and it actually happened, we're like, Oh wow, like I'm so glad like this happened, or I'm so glad it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Cause some of the prayer points that we're praying for, it's like, uh uh. I'm glad you didn't answer that prayer, God, because I had no idea what I was thinking when I was asking you that. Mm -hmm. So that's a good point. So if you just want to like summarize, like what values as, you know, um, the people that listen to this podcast are mostly women, but I'm not going to just say women. What values do you think young adults in this generation, you know, with all the things that we go through, what should we hold on to the most? I would advise that you should hold on to your integrity because that really defines a man, you mm -hmm. know, like man as in woman yeah, too, yeah. you know. And that really goes a long way when people can vouch for you to like, mm -hmm. oh, Amanda, I know it, you know, she's like this, mm -hmm. she won't do this, you mm -hmm. know. That, that goes a long way because people that don't even know you, word of mouth can promote you or what word of mouth can really put you down with other people yeah. so if you have your integrity that will go a long way for you and it would help you too because a lot of people don't have that anymore yeah people don't care about other people again yeah and i don't know why it's like that lately but we shouldn't be like that as christians we should look out for ourselves you know and we should just respect other people's feelings mm -hmm. when we when we do things with them or for them and i would just say in short that we should be people of integrity and that would help everybody yeah that definitely yeah. goes a long way because when you can vouch for someone you're just like no i know this person they would never do that never. um that really that really can just change change things because nowadays it's like Man, I'm sorry. I can't vouch for a lot of people. There are a lot of people that you're like, you, are you just not sure? You know, so I, I, that's a good point. I hope people can be like, yeah, you know, Amanda, no, she would she would never do that. Or Amanda, oh, no, she's good for that, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I agree with you on that. Let me see if I can think of one. Um, I would just say, like, 
just generally and not to, i know that this is a you know christian podcast but i do think that when you keep god first like a lot of the things that you should do will fall underneath that um there are times where like i go through stuff and i want to do something and it's only the fact that i'm a christian that's keeping me like just even like cursing somebody out you know it's in the like, traffic yeah it's like the only reason i'm not cursing you right now is because i know that i will have to account for these words that i'm gonna speak yeah. so you know if you just like look at that and you're like i just want to live my life as a reflection of god and who he is and his word i think it's not easy i'm not saying that it's easy because sometimes i'm shaking it's like oh man <laughs> but i you know at least you're still able to filter yourself and you're still able to hold things back. So, you know, um, we could, we should all try and live our lives with without regret, regrets. I can't say that word for some reason today. Without regrets, if you, um, like, rely on the Holy Spirit to guide you, I feel like you will have a life with less regrets because the Holy Spirit will not make you do something that you're going to regret anyway. But those times where I'm not going to say that there are times where I'm not, I don't just make decisions on my own, you know, without praying, without, you know, seeking God. So, you know, try as much as possible to learn from every experience that you've gone through in life. So, you know, like one day when you're in your 50s, you can be like, you know, I'm glad I did this or I'm glad I didn't do this and things like that. So is there anything else you want to add? Yeah, I'm just so glad to be on the show. I, mean, I like the topic. I'm very proud of what you're doing. Oh, thank you. And I pray that God will continue to give you more wisdom, more Amen. knowledge, Amen. to be able to come up with topics that would help people mm. in their situations and all they're going through. So with this, I will say I'm glad for inviting me on your show to us. Well, thank you for coming on it because I know you're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so thank you. Normally, I ask my <laughs> my guests to give their social media, but I'm not going to ask you because... I don't have Yeah, one. I don't. <laughs> so anyway, um, shout out to my mom for coming on this episode. I really do appreciate you. And shout out to everybody that has been tuning in. You know that you can follow Confessions of a Christian Chick on Instagram or send an email to confessionsofachristianchick at gmail.com. Um, this season one is almost wrapping up. We have about three more episodes and then we're coming back with season two, bigger and better. So thank you guys all for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>